The following is a Podcast One Minnesota production. Can't get enough? Dive back in with discussions about the latest episodes, the dramas, and the storylines from the most entertaining and addictive reality shows you love to hate or hate to love. The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. It's You Get a Rose with Marley McMillan. Yes, it is. Welcome back. Hometown Dates. Hometown. Mare, your favorite episode. It just always delivers. It just does. How did you like it? I always love it. Let's say on a scale of one to ten of love, a ten, obviously. Like it always is. I mean, Uncle Gary was there. Oh my gosh, Uncle Gary was there. Kendall's identical twin sister yeah kylie everyone was, was there. there i know and their names are kendall and kylie like how much of a bummer because they're the older ones yes. so they had the names before the yes. kardashian girls or the jenner girls yeah but they're twins they're probably and like dang yeah they're like darn it i mean they have to if they go anywhere together or if either of them introduces yeah. themselves I and says they have a twin the bane of their existence yeah name the, that name obviously it's the first thing anyone's gonna say yeah especially because just the vibe that i get from this Kendall and mm-hmm. Kylie is not no. one that would feel super enthusiastic about being related to yeah. Kendall and Kylie Jenner in any way. Which is kind of funny, too, because they're both from L.A. So they're oh. kind of like the opposites of the quintessential L.A. Yeah. family, though, because that sort of California all about energy yes, is very California. So much energy. And so that's Kendall's family. And then yeah. I mean, the opposite of that is also very L.A., which are the Kardashians. Yeah. So, yeah it's kind totally. of totally. I know. Kendall's house was like a like a mystical boutique. A lot of stones. So many stones. <sighs> A lot of just small containers of beads and yeah. knickknacks. Lots of beads. Like the room where they went in to have their little chats. Yeah. I literally thought it was like a s- accessories shop. Yeah. And Didn't it, it look like it? Yeah, it did. I mean, we were, I was watching with a friend and we were just going, what? What is all the stuff uh-huh. in these rooms and like Buddhas everywhere yeah. and yeah, a lot of uh, spiritual items in mm-hmm. all of the rooms. You know, that them. makes sense now that I think about Kendall describing what kind of attracted her to taxidermy was like it was sort of a way that she could just justify keeping a bunch of stuff she found in nature. Yes. So maybe that's sort of a family dynamic that they just like to have a bunch of trinkets all around. we also call hoarding. (laughs) (laughs) They had a lot of stuff. Uh, So let's start with Kendall then. Because that was the first hometown date. Yeah. The first thing that they did on their date was... Taxidermy. uh, Taxidermy and not even just observe and look at taxidermy Mm. they made taxidermy they were active participants in taxidermy actually my question to kick off our discussion of the taxidermy date was do we think ari saw the beauty of taxidermy because that's what kendall kept saying it's like i think it's beautiful i don't think it's creepy and i want ari to see that and ari's like this is straight out of silence of the lambs yeah (laughs) yeah i don't think that Kendall's vision was exactly realized in that experience, especially because Ari kind of sums it all up by saying, if we end up together, Kendall can have her taxidermy room and I can have my car area in the garage. So I don't think that she really moved him and inspired him for his own personal interest in taxidermy. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think so. Yeah, kind of the inspiration wasn't transferred from one party to another. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Let's get to one of the biggest things of the night that does have to do with Kendall. Okay. After Kendall's date, I thought she was a goner. I absolutely thought she was going home. Really? Yeah, I did. Oh, how come? I, I love Kendall, but I just thought that that was a little out there. And oh. just in terms of vibing in the long term and similar interests and kind of same kind of feel, I just yeah. didn't think that Kendall was going to be the one that he went with when things seemed really strong. And I just felt more just uh, kind of what Tia felt at the very end, which is yeah. just that I thought the other ones made more made sense. More sense. Uh-huh. Um, so at the end, at the rose ceremony, Ari pulls Kendall aside, talks to her for a long time, and then, shocker, sends Tia home. That's what did I do wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I feel like I put myself out there. I know this is hard for you, I do. You didn't do anything wrong. I'm so sorry. I was so surprised by that. Yeah. Were you? You don't seem like you were. Do you, who did you think was going home? I mean, I honestly thought that Tia was going to go home oh, last week when it was with Be- when it was down to her and Becca. Yeah, I mean, I, me too. I, I thought that Becca M was going to stay instead of Tia last week. Yeah. So I've already kind of detached sure. from Tia. A little You're like, bit. I didn't even know Tia was still on the show. I'm like, who is that girl again? You're like, is that Raven? Is that? I'm like, that's so Raven. Isn't oh my gosh, it? I just had so many TV shows <laughs> pop in my mind. Like, I almost called Tia Tamara from Sister Sister, and then like go to that. That's so Raven. Yes. Uh, yeah, I I was so surprised by that. I just thought that the date went well, and I thought with the other women, too, it, those ones just feel like the same wavelength. I, yeah. I think it's really cool that he picked Kendall, but yeah. I, I thought just I some of those things might not that have, I, have been yeah. his cup of tea, and he might have said, like, you yep. know, in the long term, probably not. Yeah. Which, again, obviously, he was deciding between Kendall and Tia, but right. when, he, when he ultimately gave Tia the reason and he said something was just missing then I felt like okay now I get it a little bit but I had no idea yeah I I agree with you in that I think Tia and the other two do make more sense in terms of matches for him but I I didn't see Tia making it to the end so I just sort of felt like okay either she's gonna go now or or next week or whatever so I'm like okay I was just sort of anticipating she was gonna go at any time do you think the cocktail weenies are what did it? Actually, <laughs> if anything, I feel like Ari probably wonders if he's ever going to get those little babies wrapped in <laughs> well, breading ever again. Yeah, I don't know about the ones you wrapped know? in breading. If he does choose Becca the Minnesota gal, he'll definitely no, get those. He'll get those teeny weenies. He'll, he'll get those teeny weenies in a yeah, crock pot. At every family gathering, Absolutely. surely. Graduation parties. Yeah. Super Bowl parties. Yeah. Okay. At every turn, you'll have those. All right. So I was shocked about Tia. Okay. Becca, yeah, the Minneapolis hometown date. Let's talk about it. Yeah, what did we think about it? Yeah, I thought it was charming. Okay, you and did. great, and I thought Minnesota looked beautiful. And I don't know really what... nice. Yeah. Okay, oh, cool. Did you, did you not? I don't know. Maybe I just have like you know defensive. <laughs> 
weird. I thought it was it was classic Minnesota. It was classic Becca for being like, I'm really sorry that it's so cold here. Yeah, yeah. Like defensive about the yes, weather a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it was also, I mean, it had to have been October, November. Like, yeah. it was not the prettiest time of the year for the apple orchard. Like, most of oh. the apples were on the ground, <laughs> and it was kind of cold okay, and okay. gray. And they only went to the apple orchard. I mean, again, we solicited ideas for this date last week. We were throwing out, like, the Guthrie, the Spoon and Cherry. I mean, they definitely didn't see the sights. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'll say at this point, because we did actually ask you, our listener, if you had any ideas what they should do. And we got a couple responses. Donna said, go to Charlie's on Prior Lake. Go to the Walker to see the Cherry and the Big Spoon and or the Stone Arch Bridge area. Agreed. Good ideas. Yeah. And then Katie said on Twitter, uh, I would say ice fishing on Prior Lake. Stop at Charlie's on Prior. Oh, wow. Two for Charlie's. Yeah. What's Charlie's on Prior? Have you been know. there, Maybe we need to go. Yeah. Maybe we should broadcast live <laughs> from Charlie's. Come on at you next week from Charlie's <laughs> on location. Um, okay. <laughs> yes. And then they said stroll down Prior Lake's downtown boutique area or breakfast at Edelweiss Bakery. Ooh, that sounds wow, cute. This sounds wonderful. Mark, um, do you want to go on this date with me? Yeah, I know. Should this, we have yeah. this date? Let's do it. Okay. I'm absolutely down. Okay. And then end the night with a makeout sesh just oh. outside the Wilds Golf Course Clubhouse. Who knew Prior Lake had so much to offer? Prior Lake is just jam-packed with attractions. Seriously. Tourist center of Minnesota. Do you Minnesota. think that Charlie's on Prior Lake would want to be like the official restaurant of You Get a Rose podcast? I'm really hoping actually by just reading all of those items that maybe one of them chooses to sponsor us. <laughs> That's really I mean, the whole point of that. Yeah. Uh, okay. And they said you will have a great view of downtown Minneapolis uh, when you do that date. Thanks, Katie. Good ideas for these really dates good ideas. Minneapolis. Now that we're looking at it through all all of these awesome ideas, I'm feeling, I guess, a little bit less impressed. The headline for me of of Becca's home Uncle Gare. was Uncle Gary. Uncle Gare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you live in Minnesota or yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. I you know like, that guy. I feel like you know that guy. <laughs> you know that guy. Yeah. And you've been to that house. Am I right? Like, yeah, I true. feel like that house was all of my growing up (laughs) friends houses yeah true you know like i'm like yep seen that painting like yep know that blanket like yep that upholstered couch is in everybody's basement yeah it's like we have all the same stuff i know we do yeah i really didn't realize i mean yeah you see the outer lens of like yeah we do have a lot of moose stuff and duck (laughs) stuff Like, okay. Yeah. And at this moment, actually, I would like to play a portion of what Uncle Gary had to say. Great. You know, obviously, about Becca's dad, Steve. Yep. Mm -hmm. She's told me a lot about I'll just tell you. A great guy. Great hunter. Great fisherman. And uh, (laughs) all these ducks, he carved them all. He was one of the best. So he's he's quite the man. I know she misses her dad. She She knows. She talks about it a lot. Yeah. And they were tight. I did his funeral. Yeah. 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 And I hate that for her, you know? Yeah, and I do too. This should be her dad right now sitting here, not me. Sorry. That's okay. You know, with her dad dying of a horrible, you know, brain tumor. Her mom, Jill's had breast cancer. But we've... We've seen a lot of ugliness with cancers and dying and deaths and things that that we've stuck together. Yeah. We're her uncles. And since his passing, we're her guard dogs. I'm not going to, you know, mess around. 
Okay, I have to have a disclaimer okay. that it's very sad. Yeah. I feel very yep. sad. Like, it's sad that Becca lost her father For and sure. the moments of, around that sad okay I, I obviously have compassion for that and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's just the way that Gary mm-hmm. goes about illustrating who Becca's father yeah. was and and the way that he approaches these subjects is with such sentimentality yeah and and almost feels like straight out of a movie because yep. Ari kind of is trying to say something and then the guy's just like I did his funeral. Yeah. Just coming in right. so hot with these right. extremely heavy subjects and statements. That just from deep, deep places of his heart. Yes. Coming yes, from just deep wells of emotion. Yes, and he's being so sincere. Yeah. And it's like yep. that sincerity, which is why we all know this guy in our lives. And Absolutely. why we love that guy. Yeah, like, like I've had that conversation yes. that just happened. <laughs> And I was, I was just thinking, like, I, and I was also thinking about just how to talk about this because, again, love Uncle Gary. I would want Uncle Gary in my corner. Yeah. Um, and yep. you love and appreciate that ability to be sincere while saying such heavy yeah. and, yep. I mean, like, they, they would feel like jokes if he weren't so sincere. Yeah. But <laughs> it's coming from a real place, yes, which you totally. just don't hear very often. Yep. Um, but, I mean, it did, it felt like we know that guy. It felt yep. like I've seen that guy in a movie. Yeah. Just for, like, that character of a person. Yep. I just got such a kick out of Uncle I Gary. I know, I know. He was a real gem. He Man. really was. And I think it was on this date where someone asked him how it compared yes. to being a contestant on the show. Yes. And crickets, crickets around that table. Okay. Ari- People were not picking up what he <laughs> no. was putting down. Okay. And and in their defense, I think I was just as confused yeah. as all of them yeah. were. Yeah. And in- including, it was Uncle Gary's face, actually, yeah. that they zoomed in on. Yeah. And he had, I mean, you hear Uncle Gary in that clip, and he is not going to understand no. Ari when he throws this no. down. I think it's a little different because I have to really open myself up to more than one relationship. Yeah. Yes. But it's, in a way, it's really good because at the end of all this, I'll be very confident in that person just mm-hmm. because there are 29 incredible women in the beginning mm-hmm. of all this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's totally different. But in a way, it's pretty beautiful, mm-hmm. you know? That made yeah. no sense. Right, right. And it's so visual, you know? Like, we yeah. have it pulled up on the screen right now and they just scan around the table at these 60-year-old yeah. aunts and uncles looking like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But, like, yeah. that may have flown at Kendall's household. Like, yep. okay, I understand, like, the energy. It's different. Yeah. Open your heart yeah. to a lot of people and whoever you yeah. love, you love. And then you just yep. have these Minnesotan aunts and uncles and grandfathers yeah. sitting around. And really, all they're hearing is, okay, you were on The Bachelorette, and now are dating 25 women. Yeah. They're getting at the fact that he's dating 25 to 30 women and, like, yep. how that's kind of a gross idea. And, that, and he's just yeah. like, it's really beautiful. Yeah. And Uncle Gare is... Uncle just, Gary does not think that's beautiful. No. So that's basically it about Becca's date. Now let's talk about Lauren's date. Yeah. Lauren B. Dad, a little bit of an intimidating figure. Ask the question no man wants to hear if you don't play golf. Do you play golf? Oh. Oh, man. Can't you relate <laughs> to that feeling when someone 
really has an expectation of something that you should be doing. People think that you really should be doing this thing or taking advantage of this opportunity or whatever. And it always comes up because of some association in your life Mm -hmm. and you feel like you have to explain yourself. I hate that. I hate it when people communicate like that, you know, and then you're left feeling like, okay, I feel like you're judging me and like I need to defend why I don't do this thing. And you're like, oh, sorry. Why do I feel bad about myself all of a sudden because you have an expectation of me, random person that I don't care about at all? Mary, do you want to do you want to talk a little bit more about this? Well, it's also Does this just like at other times. Do you want to get these all these things? Well, off your I just chest? think about my dad works in the music oh, industry. That's so true. my entire life, it's okay. been like. So, what instrument do you play? And Got I'm like, it. oh, yes. Which that feels a little more legitimate to me. I feel kind of like okay, I maybe should have like tried harder to stick with my piano lessons or like my trumpet and band like I was rocking that trumpet for a couple years middle school that is the weirdest thing for you to I don't know and I always joke with my mom about it because one of my closest friends in high school played percussion Amanda played percussion that's right (laughs) and so we joked about how she at the band concerts would be like very visible, like it's standing up with like a beautiful spotlight shining down oh, on her. Okay. And she would be like hitting the cymbals together sure. and it would like blow like a smooth breeze through her hair. Yeah. And it was like very glamorous and beautiful. Really? And then like a few rows in front of her, I was like beat red, oh. you know, like blasting into the yeah. trumpet, doing such a bad job, sure. sounding so terrible. It's like emptying your spit valve. Clearing out the spit. You know, into a little pool, a Uh little puddle on the floor. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, my my experience trying to be musical hasn't it's been a rocky road. Okay, And people have these expectations that it should that's the person I should be. Yeah. I'm just like having therapy right now, I think. Yeah, we really hit on a nerve here. I did not expect you to have this strong of a reaction. <laughs> I get it, though. Me because neither. I'm, su- I'm a little bit surprising myself sure, right sure. now that all of this is coming out. Sort well, of like Mary, Uncle Gary when he starts is, talking yes, about the dad. Yes. And then all of a sudden you're reminiscing about the ducks that he carved and yes. doing his funeral. Like, yes. that's sort of the place I'm in right now. Yeah. Like, it's just bringing up a lot of old wounds. Yeah. Don't you think Ari, just really quickly, don't you think Ari was also like, what is with the freaking animals yeah, everywhere? Like, probably. I go to taxidermy yeah. house and now I'm at like, what? Like, everywhere I go. Ducks? Like, what? No, this is not who I am. This is yeah. not what I do. Yeah. Okay. Totally. But back to your point, I was thinking, because I grew up with a family that was super into golf. Yeah. But no one ever expects me to play golf and all my brothers play golf. But so all my boyfriends, they get that exact same question from my dad. So I I relate to it on that level. That is one thing that guys are set up for failure, which we have a million of that they don't have. Right, right. Um, But it's a universal feeling. I totally get that. Otherwise, (laughs) what did you think of the date? I just felt like Everything made sense to me about Lauren B. after seeing her family. Oh, really? Yes. What? What they're made sense? They're just icy cold. Okay. And they're awkward. And okay. they are. They sit in silence sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's her family culture. And that's what she's used to. And that's where she's coming from. So no wonder she goes on these dates and it's silent and she doesn't feel the need to scramble to kind of 
fill the space or strike up a conversation. Because at home, it seems like maybe they just are a little uncomfortable sometimes. And maybe they're just (laughs) not the type of family where they value a lot of communication and a lot of conversation. Well, it seemed like they were decent communicators once they actually started communicating. Really? I thought the mom, oh although my, she, was she was icy cold, she was a terrible ice. communicator. Oh, really? I thought yeah. they were. Oh, I, everything that Ari said, if he was like, I'm falling for her, she was like, really? She was like, oh. Okay. Like, <laughs> she just gave so little. Like, she just yeah. gave so little in return and gave nothing warm. Like, yeah, nothing, no, nothing encouraging warm. or mm-hmm. supportive. Yeah. It was very distant and skeptical. Yeah. I did feel like she was icy cold. Yeah. An icy cold Elsa from Frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I also thought that she was able to communicate her skepticism. I kind of maybe would have expected Lauren's mom to be like, oh, great. Yeah. And maybe just be a pretty doll, kind yeah, of. Yeah, sure. And she wasn't. No, I she thought had she hard like questions. Had a, yeah. She had more substance. She yeah. was more critical. And so I, I didn't think that was necessarily bad communication. But okay. what I thought about the family is, is yeah, it's not fun. No. It's not fun hanging out Heavens there. Heavens no. No. <laughs> not a place I'd want to go hang out on the weekend. <laughs> no. No, it was very formal. Yeah. It was, it was stifled. Uh, there was no conversation happening when there was a group setting. Yeah. Right. Just comparing the mom to the dad a little bit. Mm-hmm. As soon as the dad and Ari found a bit of common ground, he kind of broke through the icy exterior. Yes. Right? They found a way to connect. That was so easy that it felt yeah. like it was written in a TV show yeah. or something like yep. that. That Ari, oh, I bring up this one thing about yep. how I went over. And then the dad is, yep. you know, from Ice King yep. to, you're my future yep. son. Uh, that, I yeah. mean, that in a way almost felt, I don't want to say superficial, but like almost the second Ari had anything to do with yep. the dad, then the dad yep. was into him, which then feels kind of like selfish. So do you know what wasn't icy? What? Ari's body that whole time because it was dripping with sweat. Yeah, yeah, he was having a freakout sesh while he was there. I felt nervous that they went to go sit by a fire because it seemed like let's get this guy away from any sort of heat source that could be contributing to the cold basement or something. Cold basement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in terms of Lauren and her hometown, I just think it's kind of weird in terms of there being long stretches of silence and actually having things to say, right? I I I don't know if she does. Yeah, yeah. But so it's a combination of. Of being growing up in that environment and also maybe not having much to say. And be, and being okay with that because Lauren has never seemed fidgety about their sort of awkwardness. You know, like in the one-on-one dates that we've seen with her mm-hmm. when there has been sort of weird pauses. Yeah. She always just is sort of like looking around. She's cool with it. She doesn't seem flustered by it at all. I think in her body she's probably like... Oh, man, I just I know I'm not like saying anything. I just like Hmm. I know that I'm not like really being myself right now. But uh, gosh, I just I think there's a level of nervousness that's accompanying that. 
if okay. I ever feel like, oh my gosh, I'm just only saying wow and like nerves, that to me makes me think of times when I've had a crush on someone yeah. and I'm just like so nervous and I don't know what to say. Yep. And yep. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not being myself and I know I'm being just a boring version of myself. Yeah. And I just think Lauren isn't very comfortable around many people being that actual person that she is. Okay. I think and that's so probably you think there's doubled more by the crush. To her that we're not seeing. I'm sure there is. Oh, okay. I, I think there's, I mean, maybe not a lot. Like, I don't think we're going to see Lauren doing stand-up comedy anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> but I think I think uh, that even people who maybe don't have super, again, robust personalities, yeah. like, still have substance. And yeah, still, oh, totally. You know, care about things and are passionate about things. And we yeah. just haven't heard any of that. So I'm sure she's passionate about something. Okay. I'm sure. Okay. Oh, there's that. Well, I'm glad you feel passionately that Lauren <laughs> certainly is passionate about things. I, I, I think she probably has something going Good, on. Good. I hope okay. so. Overheard. She overheard something. On The Bachelorette. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'll start. This is Ari on Kendall's taxidermy date. Okay. I obviously yeah. feel a lot for Kendall to be able to handle that dead rat skin. <laughs> Absolutely. I have that exact same quote written down. It was such a such a gem. <laughs> such a gem. Okay. Along yes. similar lines from Kendall, we're each going to have a skin. I'll give you the bigger one. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'll be nice about this. I'll give you the, yeah, I'll give you the, the nicer the one. Bigger I'll give skin. you the bigger rat skin. Oh, man. Weird. Um, I think this is probably like the most trending, if you will, quote from Tia's dad from this episode, which is, if you hurt her, I could find you on Google. Mm -hmm. I love it (laughs) when when our parents generation age uses Google as like a catch all internet term yeah like i'm thinking of my mother-in-law who one time called my husband and said um i can't log into my google and elliot was like i I don't really know what you mean by that like i think google sort of encompasses like all internet tasks sometimes yeah for some people yep yeah and that's sort of why i i liked this quote i could find you on google yeah if you heard her Find you on Google. Which I wonder if he is going to find him on Google because he did hurt her. He did. Turns out. He did. I'm also a little nervous about that brother. I'm just going to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's just. He so, might was, find him on Google too. He might. He seemed like a nice guy, but I just, something about those ear piercings and yeah. those pointy, pointy teeth oh. made me very nervous. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he was he was a little bit uh, he was yeah. a little bit scary. I felt like he looked like he could be cast in a movie, <laughs> in a vampire movie as the villain. Ooh, his teeth were so pointy. How did I miss that? He just had such small pointy teeth. I really am usually very observant of people's yeah. teeth. Yeah, Dang. I, I mean it's again it's nothing that he did wrong, and Tia no. didn't do anything wrong Nobody either. But he does did. have very small pointy teeth. Okay. And they okay. scared me a little bit. They looked very sharp. Uh, this is just an overarching quote that has been ever present in every episode this entire season that I feel like we have not really given it justice yet. Okay. And it's from Ari. And it's I know, I know exactly. Should we what say you're it in say. unison? Yes. I, I love like that. Oh, I was to say I love that. I like I love, that or I love that. I love that. He says I love that. that. 
good I love to that. have a go-to catchphrase, I guess, when someone says something really awkward to you. But right, because then at least you have a response. I don't know. Yeah. Otherwise, I think it would just be dead silence. Like that's the moment where if if that were to happen to me, I would always have nothing to say. Mm. And then it comes off sounding like I yeah. don't care. Or like you don't appreciate what exactly. was said to you. Yep. So but so good for him to have something to say, but it it's very redundant. He's saying yeah. it every time anyone says anything nice to him, basically. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And then after Gary was talking about, you know, Becca losing her dad, Ari said, I hate that for her. And I was like, you just took your I love that and you just turned it to I hate that. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. felt weird. Felt like he meant like I hate that she's hurting so much yeah, still yeah, or that yeah. she's always going to hurt about that. Um, but yeah, it seems like Ari at some point maybe just had some rudimentary. I don't know if it was broadcasting. I don't know if it was therapy oh. or what where, you know, you like that. You hate that. <laughs> Like, right, maybe. like active listening. Yeah. Like, let me repeat back yeah. to you what I'm yeah. hearing. Yeah, like maybe his mom growing up always put the bowls of food in front of him. And yeah. it was like, you like it? And he's like, I like it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I hate it. I love that. <laughs> Those phrases yeah, come something. out really easily. At some point along the way, it was planted <laughs> deep in his psyche that that would be a good go-to response. And I he like is it. Sticking with it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to say it when he's talking to whatever women he has at the very end and they say their whole big speech. Ugh. And then he goes, I love I it. I love that. I love that. Okay. Bachelor Winter Games. Oh. We haven't even talked about Bachelor mar, Winter Games. Mar, mar, mar. Bachelor Man. Winter Games, Mayor. Where do we even begin? This The, the anthem? Uh, is that a good place to begin? <laughs> yes, because yes, that's it is. still sticking with me. I would that say, l- made yeah. a lasting impact. I would say that is the epitome of Bachelor Winter Games. So we should fill in any listeners that aren't watching Bachelor Winter Games. This is the spinoff that they have made of The Bachelor while the Olympics are on. It's yeah. airing Tuesday and Thursday nights, and it's only aired last week, and it is only airing this week, too. So oh, really? tonight there's another episode, and then on Thursday oh, is the finale. So it's only it. four episodes. I see. Okay. But it is so over the top. It is 10 times more ridiculous than Bachelor in Paradise. It's, it's absurd. It's absolutely it's absurd. Absurdity. It's, it's basically a satire of the Olympics. It's a joke. And it also feels, it. I mean, it feels a little uncomfortable. First of all, it's really boring, the um, the events. I, I was bored, honestly. Okay. I thought really that was kind something. of funny when they were falling all around on their yeah, skis. It took and, so long, though. Yeah, they could have shortened it, I yeah. suppose. But I liked a little bit of just the the struggle okay. on, on particularly those cross-country yeah. skis. I, mean, I found myself actually laughing out loud at a couple really? of points. Yeah, okay. I just thought it was so funny looking. I guess when you were saying that you don't want any of that kind of comedy in the actual Bachelor show, and yeah, I, was I like, don't. I like it in yeah. Bachelor in Paradise, and I don't mind it in Bachelor Bachelorette, but this is my quota. Like Bachelor Winter Games. Oh my gosh. It's my quota. I love it in and Bachelor it's, Winter Games. It's, it's exactly where it should be. Oh my gosh. That's where it belongs. It's too much though. Okay. It's, it's too much 
it's just a thick, potent dose of that. And then I felt mildly uncomfortable by some of the yeah. cultures yep, coming together, sure. which is, I mean, at, at a certain point, you feel like you're just laughing at people because they don't speak English very well, which is not a nice thing right. to do. <laughs> but right? I mean, so you you have this weird feeling about yep. oh, these cultural clashes. And obviously, it, it it is kind of entertaining for us to hear a German accent. And the, yep. the fact that the Japanese girl speaks no English, yeah. like, I don't know if that really yeah. should be entertaining right. so I feel kind of bored and also shocked and also mildly uncomfortable during the show yeah the only parts I like that are actually kind of like the bachelor parts when it gets to the actual people kind of liking each other in the yep. rose ceremony yeah yeah the language barrier is really apparent yeah. sometimes yeah. and just some of the cultural differences I know. I agree. I agree. I I feel bad that I sit there watching it with like the dumbest grin on my face the whole time because I sort of can't believe my eyes. Like I'm bewildered by it all. Like (laughs) I I can't believe what I'm seeing. I can't either. And for that reason, like I find it entertaining. But you're right. If I were to really reflect on that and think about what is the root of what I'm finding entertaining, I would probably feel bad about myself and kind of inappropriate. So, but the the stuff for me that you're saying, like you you're bewildered by it, feels like they got permission to do this because they're so successful yep. at something else. But like, I don't know that Bachelor earned the ability to make a show that is a complete, purely right. comedic product. Yeah, I don't know yep. that they. I that see they what you mean. That yeah, like it's, in their, it's their swinging so far from like the actual yes. true nature of what the kind of franchise is all yes. about. Yeah, and maybe. Maybe that wasn't a good move, but I don't know if it'll be back. Oh, it won't be back. Oh, I'm almost <laughs> certain of that because it just is corresponding with the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're going to try to do that every winter when there's not an Olympics. No, but would they do it? In I can't two years imagine that the there would be games? enough enthusiasm lingering for it at that point. I wonder if anyone's watching it. I wonder watching if it has what? decent ratings. Bachelor winner ratings. Oh, I am. Are well, you not even watching? No, it? I know we are, Mayor, but I'm wondering oh. if anyone else is. Like, I'm wondering if, if if it's popular for them, if it's a hit, or right. if it's like really bad and tanking. Yeah. I mean, I, I. But I do think. I mean, for me, being a fan of The Bachelor, like my attention, it's too thin. I see. It. Yeah. It's you're spreading me too thin on my Bachelor fandom to watch yep. that show. That's that different from yeah. what I actually. And you know, enjoy. the other hard thing about it too is that it's corresponding with a season so it ends up being like you know six hours of bachelor commitment totally. a week which usually is right up my alley but <laughs> that is a lot well I if you think, think about it yeah. you know like how much they're asking of us oh. on a given week well, is a lot thank goodness that bachelor winter games is over this week then because next week we have sunday and monday because it's women to yes all. that's right okay so predictions at this point just for the finale um i think it's going to be lauren b and becca in the end yeah me too and then i think lauren b is going to win me too yeah. Yep. I'm going Kendall goes home yep. next week. Yeah. Ooh, I wonder what's gonna get up in the fantasy suite with those through those two. Kendall and Well, Ari. maybe those three. Maybe she'll bring some of the taxidermy. Extra <laughs> little <laughs> bonus <laughs> okay well thanks for joining us this week we'll be back next week to talk about the women tell all and fantasy suites and the wrap-up of bachelor winner games <laughs> uh, please rate and review us on itunes thanks for listening to you get a rose